Welcome to the Realized Gains Podcast, a guide to real estate investing. Join our co-hosts, Jordan Lee and Stephen Tran, as we interview a diverse group of real estate investors, both amateur and professional. Our goal is to help you understand that anyone can invest in real estate. Tune in to hear creative strategies and learn from both our mistakes and our successes. You can find us where you love to listen to podcasts, on YouTube, or at jordanleemortgage.com. and welcome to episode five of Portland Real Estate Investing Podcast. My name is Jordan Lee and I'm a mortgage lender based in the Portland area. I'm licensed in 11 states and I also invest in real estate. And and this is my co-host here, Stephen Chan. Yeah, I'm a local real estate agent licensed in the state of Oregon. I'm also a real estate investor. Uh, so, Jordan, tell us about the interview we have today. Oh, man, we, we have a great interview today. It's with Jessica Wong, who is um, a local real estate agent. Um, she actually is a newer agent. She started in 2018, and she's a top producer already. She's licensed in Oregon, Washington, California. And you won't believe it, but in her second year, she did 36 sides. It's really impressive. Which is crazy. <laughs> um, and one thing we'll, we'll talk about is, like, her determination and how she just – you know, cut the cord and, and, and got into real estate as soon as she got licensed and quit her job in the music business. Yeah, no, that was something that I was really impressed by. You know, I held on to my W-2 for as long as possible till I could feel safe before transitioning full time. But I love how she found success. Just like you said, putting her back against the wall and just yeah. finding a way. <laughs> That's the art of war, right? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, uh, in addition, like, you know, she's also an investor in addition to being a successful real estate agent. Um, she owns multiple single um, short-term rentals, excuse me. And, and you'll hear in the interview, she has kind of a different strategy from short-term rentals besides buy one in a resort town, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I found it really interesting. Uh, you know, some of her Airbnbs are not in like the major metropolitan area of Portland. Like they're a little bit outside of it. Uh, you know, I was surprised you can find business out there, but you know, she made a really strong case for why Airbnb can basically work anywhere. Yeah, and if you tune into the YouTube video, you'll be able to see a little bit of her Airbnb um, in, in Vancouver, which we did the interview in. Um, and, and in addition to short-term rentals, she's also in in longer term. Um, you know, because she wants to build that passive income portfolio so she can, you know, not have to worry too much about, you know, a down month and commission. Um, so she's also, she took one of her long-term rentals and traded up into a fourplex. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's some other interesting stuff in the, in the, in the, in the interview as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, she really shows her grit and determination, uh, really shows that she's a DIY person as well. Mm -hmm. She has some, let's just say some interesting stories about rats, which, uh, you know, I'm excited for you guys to hear. Yeah. Um, with that being said, let's get into the interview so we can hear those stories. Hey, everyone. It's uh, Jordan Lee and Stephen here with um, Portland Real Estate Investing Podcast. And we're here in um, Jessica Wong's beautiful Airbnb um, in, in Vancouver. Yeah. Thanks so much for taking the time with us today. Just real quick, do you mind like introducing yourself, um, telling us a little bit about your story and your journey into real estate? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, I'm uh, really thankful that you guys chose me for this episode. So yeah, but I didn't really make any preparation or anything like that. So I'm, we're just talking, you yeah. know, no, my course. Airbnb <clears throat> business, my real estate business, and also my real estate investing. So I started in real estate in 2018 and then started selling houses. At first year, I was like very desperate because I quit my job. Uh, there's no way for me to go backwards. I was like, I'm, I have to make, you know, so you were, you <laughs> in weren't this doing thing. the whole like part time one thing. No, I, yeah. The cord, put your back against the wall. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, I try to make myself like a, there's no way, other way out. I have yeah. to uh, make it into in real estate. Can, so, oh, so yeah. So when I was starting, I did all probably many new agents did like door knocking, mm -hmm. coat calling and all that stuff, hosting as many as open houses as I, as I was able. Nice. So first year I was able to actually sell 
12 houses. Ooh, oh, wow. Yeah, one deal every month to keep the, um, keep I the mean, income. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> income. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, next year, just things starting really working out for me. You know, all the, uh, I finally get the snowball effect, mm -hmm. you know, more and more clients, more and more deals. So I was able to, at that second year of, of my, um, you know, real estate business, I was able to save enough down payment to buy um, uh, a investment property. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, my first one was in uh, Las Vegas. Oh, no. oh yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, in fact, I just, last year, I just sold it, exchanged it to a multifamily. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that was like, a, we bought that house in 2019, just mm -hmm. second year when I got into my uh, real estate business. So when I bought it, it was like a 240. So we sold this year, it was like a 355. I mean, nice. if it's not like not a- the Portland market. Right? Yeah, it's not <laughs> as crazy as Phoenix. Right. But Phoenix, um, yeah. yeah, but it was still a very decent, you know, uh, investment. Yeah. Did you so, put a lot into it or? Not really, nothing. <clears throat> it was like, a, we didn't do any repair or stuff. Mm -hmm. We just, you know, when, I, when we closed it and then we just had a, the property manager marketed and we were able to get a tenants right away. Mm. I mean, the reason why we wanted to sell that one is or is like I really want to get into multifamily game. Right. And also the rent was really low. Mm. We were like we tried we wanted to do something else. Probably I was able I if I keep that I might be able to get higher rent, but right. uh, I just really wanted to so, do something else. And also uh Another, like in 2020, we were like, a, a, since I started selling, so I mean, selling, I, I think I sold like 36 houses second year, wow, 2019. that's really impressive. Yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. I was able to use, a, you know, save the commission by investment property, like at least one every year. Mm -hmm. So we bought a, a second one that in, in Phoenix market. Mm. That one is really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, let's compare that yeah. time frame between Phoenix and Vegas. Yeah, Because, mm -hmm. well, I mean, obviously the CoreLogic report is what, like 30% or something year over year? Well, yeah, for the Phoenix one, that one is really crazy. We bought like a 200,000. In 2020, in 2020. and wow. now it's worth like 400. Oh, so what is it? <laughs> but we did not, we didn't. I did not want to sell that one because right. that one brings me a lot of cash flow. Yeah. So we used that one for our year, uh, for a year lease. When the guest moved out, you know, we spent a lot of. You know, I mean, when we first we closed that house, we probably spent at least a 20 or 30 K to fix that house up. That's like, a, um, it's not really a major fixer. We just wanted to, you know, make it nice so we can get a, you know, high rent from it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Uh, painting, AC mm -hmm. and uh, flooring, new flooring. So yeah. the house looks much nicer. We were able to get a tenants right away. Our mortgage at that time, after 20% down at 25% down mortgage was like a eight, um, no, 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 sorry, 960. Okay. And wow. we were able to rent a $1,600 a month. Oh, yeah, but yeah, okay, yeah. So. After, so we were like really happy for this yeah. deal, you know? And after the tenants moved out, the, they tr kind of trashed the place. Mm. But I was like, uh, I'm really thankful. I mean, they never laid on the payment right. and they left. Our house has a lot of trash, you yeah. know? But I just need a new painting, you know, new trash hole <laughs> stuff. Right, right. I'm like, I'm like, my wall it has does not have holes on it, so I'm still thankful. I was like, maybe time to think about, you know, short term rental, you know, because that this one, and I mean, this is actually my first Airbnb. This so yeah, yeah, one. yeah. And I was realized since <laughs> I did really good on this one. I mean, booking was decent. It really covered all the mortgage and also give us extra. Uh, income so we just turned that one into you know uh, Airbnb which is really crazy mm. like uh, we always get like at least 90% occupancy and we do not have a pool 90% for the whole year yeah I mean in the Phoenix market the okay, yeah market. so but I my wow. my rate was low as well I always just set like a 150 160 okay. a night because my um I was able to be competitive because my um, you know, mortgage is really low. Right. So my mortgage was like a nine, nine sixty, as yeah. I know. So I, I was like, as long as I get like three thousand, 
and up, I'm fine, you know. So I was like, but actually, at some peak months, I was able to get a five thousand dollar a month. Oh wow! Okay. But yeah, but averagely, I get like a thirty five hundred a month. And then you for have sure. a man, like a manager slash cleaning service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the no, no, I manage myself. Oh, okay. I just have a, a amazing. And also amazing backup cleaning. Oh, okay. So lady. you just have cleaners, right? Yeah, I just have a cleaners. They uh, take care of my turnovers, mm-hmm. and then they check the, my inventory for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I manage myself. I only pay them like a, a hundred fifty dollar right, right. a turnover. For a turnover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then yeah. the management overhead is really low then. Yeah. So yeah. So um, basically you know, doubled the income by yeah. doing it short mm-hmm. term. Exactly. Can I ask, is it, what is it, a three-bedroom house? Yeah, three-bedroom, two baths, one one level. So we were able to get, like, snowbirds during the winter. Right. has no yeah. problem. I mean, I mean, probably if we rent, like, short term, probably we get a high return. But with these snowbirds, you know, they're senior. They take care of the house. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're really nice guests. And then they're very stable. I mean, and, and yeah, they just be thankful to have a nice place to, to enjoy, it's you know, <laughs> once yeah. a while, you know. So, so I just charge them, you know, for a long term, for a month, just $3,000 a month. Yeah, money. yeah. Okay. And then they do not, they did not ask me to come to clean. They will clean for me after they move out, you know, before right. they check out. Okay. So I save a lot of cleaning fee on that. Nice. So, yeah. And I didn't, didn't, uh, didn't have to, you know worry about it you know mm-hmm. come for all this communication <clears throat> stuff like that right. yeah okay. yeah can i ask like how did you find these people are they are you using the same platforms like airbnb verbo or how are you finding people that are going to stay midterm so mostly they're on uh airbnb verbal okay yeah i feel like a uh kind of like older generation they probably use verbal a little bit more than Airbnb. Yeah. But but so far has been working now great. Yeah. In in between those two services, do you see like all right, I prefer one from this or the other, or is it the clients? Probably Airbnb, way? yeah. I, I I get so much more business from Airbnb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um yeah. Uh Airbnb is yeah, get much more business for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I had another quick question. Just about the winter months, do you mm-hmm. like turn up where you, the the was the minimum days of staying? For the winners, so you get those longer-term people. Oh uh, well, I actually I think of you know I'm in a lot of like a Facebook group, like Airbnb Superposter group. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes I read their post. I feel like I'm a very very flexible host than a lot of <laughs> other people. They set lots of rules for the guests, and then they worry about a lot of things. I was like, uh, as long as like uh, they don't you know, damage my house. Right. Yeah. If they leave a mess in the house, it's a little bit dirty, that's fine. I can always pay cleaner. I mean, um, so, and then sometimes they would have an unregistered guest. I mean, I'm fine with that. As long as, you know, they're respectful, right. they don't do any damage to your house, that's fine. I, I also choose... I have security camera everywhere, but I choose not to look at them because yeah. it just gives you more anxiety. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, that's I don't. Like ours at mm-hmm. home. I never. I don't even have the app installed. My wife yeah. always pinging her app. I know. I know. <laughs> I do not look at all this anymore. Because for peace of mind, mm-hmm, yeah, that they know that they're could yeah. be watched. So, so the only thing I set the limits that time, you know, I only allow. If you want to book my place, it has to be more than two nights. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Two, I, more than one night. I want like a two nights minimal. Two yeah. nights minimal. Yeah. A lot of people says three nights. They just want to, you know, people to book more, uh, you know, the weekdays other than just weekends. Yeah. So, but for me, it worked out for me fine. So I'm just keep doing it, you know, for as long, I'm just, I only use this to avoid young people's party. Right. Yeah. Just a one night. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, for the adults, I mean, I mean, for, you know, people are not uh, the maybe mid-aged people. Sometimes, you know, they <laughs> might have a party. It's just a little gathering. You just sure. have a dinner together or yeah. maybe barbecue stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think that doesn't really hurt much. Right. So. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. As long as they let me know and stuff like that, I'm, I always let it go. I yeah. think. I mean, I think two nights is perfect because you know people work generally Monday through Friday. They want to just get out, 
get there on Friday, leave on a Sunday, not take any time off. So I think two yeah. days is good. Yeah, exactly. And I would also set a premium for the weekends. So right. my so my price is much higher on the Friday, uh, on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. This yeah. is three nights. But you know, from from Mon- uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, those are much cheaper. So if you want to book only book that, then you know you pay higher price. Yeah. And I'm happy. You're happy. <laughs> no, that's yeah. great. Yeah, that's how I do it mostly. So taking a step back here, um, <clears throat> you, I mean, you got started in real estate in 2018. What it seems like you know you very good investment mindset. Like, what were you doing before real estate? I mean, did it? Did you have another career that kind of prepared you for this, or was it just like you fa- you found a fit right away, or how did that work? Well, you can't believe it that my previous job was like has nothing to do with real estate. <laughs> it was in a fun industry, music okay. industry, selling music instrument and all that, going to all this trade show and meeting with famous, you know, rock star and all that. Okay. <laughs> and then okay. Uh, yeah, that's networking. You know, that's, yeah, it's looking selling, related. Selling, <laughs> selling. Yeah, yeah, looking for <laughs> you know fun. Yeah, You're exactly. Shooting, you know? <laughs> looking for you know, distributor and dealer to carry our products into their store or their company so um but i think the fundamental things i um i gained from that for my real estate uh professional is the sales Mm. and then the relationship building so and a customer caring Mm -hmm. you know service i think uh, yeah that absolutely have a lot of thing to do with that but the regarding the investment um not not really. It's, I guess it just all is, and it always like come down to you know what kind of person you are, what you're looking in your life. Mm. Do you want to you know more secure in your life, or you want to travel more or stuff like that, have more fun? So for me, I mean, the security always comes first, and right. uh, I mean, because I I would always have insecurity when I'm when I'm in real estate because it's not like a there's no one pay you money, pay your right. salary Mark or yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. If you if we don't make a, a paycheck, no one is paying you. And all this house you need, you know, you, you need to get a paid. You need to pay your bill. <laughs> Even though we're able to get deals in escrow, but what is after those deals? You yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, you're only as good so, as your next deal. In yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but you know, having some real estate investment just give you kind of peace of mind. But, but actually, it never gives me. Because <laughs> I always, you know. Well, you're full time managing all of this yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't have any so, doing that. Yeah, and then that's why I just keep exploring new opportunity too. Like, a, um, I think when I finally bought two uh, investment property, I started looking into, huh, I might want to flip houses, you know, at least try, mm. you know, gain yep. some experience, you know, learn some facts from that you know part of the investment so yeah so that's what i did with my third airbnb we bought a house in richfield is a mm, uh you know when i bought it when i was looking at the house i I didn't really think that was a major fixer yeah because you know i don't know what i'm getting into it i just want to you know be able to do something to um, to do some that I always plan to do it, you mm-hmm. know, so so we just go ahead and bought it and You know, you you really need to have that vision <laughs> when you buy something <laughs> like that right. So my husband was always against it But he would always let me do what I really want to yep. do because because I'm the one making more money <laughs> And I'm making doing all this um, you know uh, investment deals. Yep. So he trusted me. The knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did it. So we bought it, and then we. That was like a probably biggest project ever I ever done in my whole life. Yeah. Um, you, so so that one you com- did you gut or was it? Um. So we hired a general contractor, but the general contractor, you know, is really not doing the job for me. I mean, he works. Uh, his work. Manship is fine, but he would always put my project down, you know, mm-hmm. because he has, he's so busy with right. something else. Yeah. And uh, and also, I'm a female, you know, I, yeah. I kind of feel like uh, he just 
doesn't take me seriously. She was yeah. he probably always have that kind of mindset. So, oh, what she can do? She she already at this stage of you know she have to have me to work on it. Right, you right. know, and then because he has all other male you know customer project he need to do, yep. so he just always put my project yep. down. You know, mm-hmm. and also I was out of town a lot. Plus you were so there, yeah. so yeah, and then and then I finally decide I cannot let this keep going. So I fly down. You mm-hmm. know, stay in the house by myself. Before we even had a heater, in oh, a gosh. in a winter, <laughs> in a winter there. Putting your back and against then, the wall again. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, there are a lot of people. They might think you know flipping is really fun because you see all the process, but the work associated and then the hardship. It's there really a lot. Mm. Honestly, there's something I'm telling you. You probably wouldn't even believe me. Like a you know when I stayed there, the house been vacant for so long, and it's you know country property, right? There are a lot of mouse. Yeah. There are a lot oh, of mice. Gosh. Yeah. So I was like, uh, you know, uh, I uh, I also hired some uh, handyman to do things for me. So I find also decided to file that contract. I find try to find you know different project, mm-hmm. you know myself, and I overwatch everything because I'm yep. just realized no one gonna treat this as myself. Yep. So I just stay there myself, you know. Uh, have a different people do different job, yep. fire the general contract, and also have a handyman just work with me whenever I work there, whenever I'm there. Right. So I was like asking my handyman, so, well, if I um, hire a pest control people to get rid of mouse, what are they going to do? What are they going to do for me? And she, he was like, he probably just going to be, you know, do something like me, set mouse trap for you, you know, yeah. there's not, not much he can do. So I was like, okay, if he's mouse, just mouse trap and I'm just gonna pay them for $500, why can't I just do myself? Yeah. So <laughs> you, you just went around leaving mouse traps everywhere? Yeah, so I <laughs> bought mouse trap and then had my handyman, you know, got the poisoning and stuff and then the bait. I guess bait just peanut butter, you know. <laughs> so, so I, so every day, every night, I would set mousetrap there, and the next morning, I go. it's in the attic. So I go to the attic myself, yeah. put a stair there every morning. When I wake up, that's the first thing I do, go check if there's dead mouse there. Yeah. And then I would, every, of course, every morning yeah. I, I catch two mouse. Oh, <laughs> and then I just put bait in, yeah. you know, put it back. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's and, you know, after a week, <clears throat> no mouse anymore. Oh, my God, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. Real estate isn't always pretty, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then some, uh, you know, and also because of that, you know, general contractor, it's so not, you know, it's always... Mm, I, like a lack of lack of responsibility on my project, so he would left the the deck unfinished mm. and then do, go doing something else. And mm. I'm like telling you, I I stay here. If you if you put a stuff here and I have people working here, they fall. It's your responsibility. Right. But he would have promised me, but all um, but still, like I said, hey, say so would give me a date when they come, but they didn't come. And there was a one night I was like sl- still cleaning, you know, try to uh, go out, throw out the trash, and then I fell from oh. from from the stair. Oh, yeah. And then next to there is a huge pile of construction debris. Yeah. It was like if I was not so lucky, I would fall into their their na- their their nails, yeah. you know, all these metals. Yeah. And I finally I show the picture. Hey, I fell here. Are you gonna just have a people come? Can you have a people come here tomorrow? So they finally have a, someone come here to put some temporary stuff there. And I was like, uh, okay, I cannot trust this guy anymore. So I just fired them. The okay, don't job. come anymore. Just, uh, I mean, I will pay pay to you in something. You just you keep it. I don't mind. I I don't mind. You know, just I I'll just do something. Uh, do finish all the project my myself. Hire different, you know, yeah, different, uh, yeah, different company to do different. So I'm overwatching it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, I mean, that project, it sounds like a, quite a project. How long did it end up taking? Oh my God. I feel embarrassed, to, you know, <laughs> to answer this question. So but this we, was the first like major. Yeah, thing, right? exactly. But I'm still proud that it's finally get done. And then I have it booked all the time. Yeah. So it, so we, we bought it. We close at end of July 30. So we gave uh, the seller a month's rent okay. back. So in early September, so because like a, 
I guess like a roof part was like a really easy job, really easy money for the general contractor. So they were able to have a people come to replace the roof right away. Okay. And I was so happy um, that he was like so quick. I'm, right. I feel like so lucky. Oh my God, I'm so lucky. I have yeah. this contractor, you know, can, you know, be on top of his game, you know. The roof was able to be replaced like right away so i was like really happy and then things happened um and then after probably took like several months uh the the ceiling the uh the living room ceiling because i wanted to raise the ceiling because it is really low mm -hmm. it's and it's a already small house uh -huh. and then if that ceiling low you, you feel like so right, suppressed away, or yeah. something <clears throat> so after three months, finally, the ceiling is raised, you know, and stuff. But really, I can see like a 100% finish. When I finally started, you know, up and running, it was like a 1st of May. First Actually, ten, uh, May 7th. May 7th was my first guest to check in. So I would say um, the total remodeling project finished at uh, uh, April. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I guess like early seven, seven, seven eight months. months. Yeah, early uh, early April, and then at that because uh, I also spent a lot of time there myself just to furnish the place. Yeah. You know, That's not crazy, adding some though, seven, detail. Seven yeah, I guess so. I was just you know feeling like lucky. <laughs> I mean, you know, have a, a positive mindset. I was like, uh, you know what? As long I at least. Uh, I was able to financing mm -hmm. that house. Yep. I was able to buy that house with twenty percent down financing. So my didn't have any trouble buying. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, and also I bought uh, like interest was really low. Oh, you 13, got oh, yeah. dollars right, right, right. 30, a month. You know. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. so, so you're carrying. It's not like you're paying private money. Yeah, exactly. That's money. why I was. And also, you know, we were using the money that from. Uh, a, a house that was sold in California. That okay. was like a, a first home when we before we moved to here. Oh, okay. So we sold that house. How I many? It was like a, if we don't spend that money, we're gonna pay tax anyway. So yeah. might as well just you know spend that money. So you ten thirty one did over. Uh, we did not do 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 the ten thirty one exchange because we need that money out to for something else. Okay. So we. Okay. Paid a tax. I right. mean, paid a small amount of tax, but uh, you know, our our uh, CPA was also able to write off, you know, all the construction okay. time because right, we're right. gonna use it as an Airbnb. Right. Yeah, so we were able to write that off. But of course, we still paid a lot of tax that year. <laughs> sure. I mean, that means you're doing something right. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Probably the. The CPA didn't do something right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not put that out there. <laughs> yeah. I did have a question. So um, obviously you had one in Vegas, one in Phoenix. Uh, we're here in one in Vancouver. And then Ridgefield, that's an interesting choice. Can you mm -hmm. kind of tell us about why you kind of chose those locations? Because I think Ridgefield is kind of an interesting choice. I think when people think of Airbnbs, they think you're going to be right in the middle of Portland. Be in Portland. Yeah, you got to be in Portland or right in city center. Well, you know, since I started at Airbnb, I get a lot of questions. I get a lot of, I mean, like a, you know, adult asking me, like even like my husband, she was like, why people would come here for vacation? Like a vacation. I think this word is like totally wrong. Mm. People booking for Airbnb for lot of different reasons. It's mm. not just for vacation, right. you know? Um, there are people, you know, travel is not for vacation. People travel for for business, mm -hmm. you know, for family, you know, for even for like a uh, like travel nurse or doctor. Mm -hmm. I guess this is also for business. I mean, tons of reasons. So, so far, I would say so far, even like when I first start here, because, you know, my husband kind of accepted a job in well, we can talk about that later. Yeah, so when I first started this Airbnb and my most of my guests was come here to visit a family. Just visiting family. Yeah. yeah, and also there are some people there they're visiting Portland. They they found out this is like a close to Portland. I mean, mm -hmm. and then it's nice, it's you know, good for family and then, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes, you know, when people who have a uh, of whole family, you know, their bringing, they want to have a, a big spacious while also kind of like a, you know, 
uh, I guess, I mean, even like they're visiting family, they will still feel like it's a vacation, you know. So they want to find a place that is really comfortable, has, you know, satisfy the needs for everyone. So my house was mostly like like a family. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly it's not just a couple. And I also have some staycation couple. They're trying to, right, you know, right. get away from the family just to enjoy a, a beautiful place like mm-hmm. this. And I actually have a sound system, huge TV. I mean, I think for staycation, you know, they would be happy here as well. And also I have a lo- some local people, they're doing remodeling. Mm. You know, and then so they need oh, a place to sense. still okay. stay local. And I, yeah, school, yeah. And then, <laughs> and I, well, another thing it was huge was like, a, you know, during several last year, oh my gosh, you know, the housing market is so crazy. I have some buyers. I mean, they need a yeah, out of state yeah, buyer. They sold they the house. Yeah. They're looking for a house to buy, you know. So there are tons of reasons for people who travel. So, you know, I'm glad that I finally trying to do Airbnb out of this house. And then I start realize, you know, it's not just for uh, for like a sightseeing in a tourist area. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I also so so when I decide to start Airbnb, I don't look for that. And I also in my in my mind, I was thinking, you know, even like in a hot spot like tourist area those people those places must be so competitive yeah, already super saturated yeah, yeah yeah they're it's you know i'm not like a first one in the game i don't think <clears throat> i can compete right. i don't think i even want to you know squeeze myself in that position hmm. so i was like i mean uh, probably this is what we i should you know look for Plus so there's a lot of yeah. restrictions yeah yes, yeah Portland, exactly there's no there's not a lot of you know Four houses you can rent in Portland. I don't think they allow yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So. so, so the reason why I started this this Airbnb is because I encouraged my husband accept a job offer in LA. Mm. So it was like a, at that time, real market is still so crazy. Interest right. rate is so low. I was yeah, like, a, yeah. if you accepted this job, we just buy a home there. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It was like a, if 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 we were like a, you accept job, we can use this your. And this like a um, you know primary yeah, residence to, to buy a home down, there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We did not put. That's the only house we didn't put twenty percent down. Mm-hmm. And then it's increased so much. Is in LA. It was so difficult. It was in uh, Orange County next to oh, Disneyland. It was so <laughs> difficult. We probably submitted like eight offers wow. before we finally got that one. Wow. So I just immediately put this one. Get this house ready. Oh my God, it's a lot of work when you try to put your primary residence into an Airbnb, you know? You probably think, oh, you have everything. How hard is that be? Because you want your house presentable. (laughs) Everyone is different, you know? Oh my God, from every closet and to pantry and then to, you know, laundry room, you always stack your trash there, right? right? (laughs) So I have to clean all this dead spot. Then afterwards, you're like, oh, man, I wish I was still living in here like this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then finally, I was like, oh, my gosh, after I put my house finally presentable, I was like, why didn't I live this way before? <laughs> yeah. So, and then, which is good. I mean, the moment I listed, I just get, you know, rented right away. Mm-hmm. And then I even try to block the time that I need to use it myself. Right. Yeah. Like, so oh, it was like, it yeah, because because I still have a lot of business here. Mm-hmm. I need to stay here at least two weeks every month. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, as I was come back and forth a lot. But uh, it was great because when I travel, I never need to worry about my expense because yeah. I know it's been paid. You know, uh, people pay pay me for staying here, right? Yep. And then and then it covers all my mortgage and yep. my trips. So, so just those those two weeks that you have it per month on the market is enough to cover all the mortgage and everything. Yeah. So when I start, so a lot of people would ask, how do you set your price, right? So I was like, I'll just say as long as I can get 10 days booked to cover the whole month of my mortgage. And then that's the price I'm going to set. For this one specifically, right? Because yeah. you just need to have a... A place to stay when you yeah. come back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, for others, like uh, it's also kind of the same because I rule always of have. Thumb, though, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because because you know you know also ten days is like a right uh, around uh, amount that you should be able at least to get that right. ten days covered, right? Yeah. If you have a 
a lot of more expectation. Like, oh, I have to have a 20 days, you know, then probably that's a red flag. Yeah, it's a little yeah. dangerous. Yeah, okay. yeah, because it's hard, you know, to always get that kind of occupancy. Yeah, because 10 days is like you sometimes you can average it out. Like some days, some months you might have a more, some day, some months you might have less. Yeah. Yeah, and I also, I did <clears throat> not know what I was, you know, going th- into. So that's what I did. So it was actually... Because we bought like several years ago, we bought this house in like 2018. So mm-hmm. I mean, the mortgage is not that high. Not like crazy, a, right? so, so we was also able to be kind of competitive, you know, on the market. Mm-hmm. So it's also always rented. How, I mean, that's interesting too. So like in the Vancouver market, is there a lot of competition? How many bedrooms is this? Uh, it's three bedrooms, okay. one office. Yeah. Oh, three bedrooms and office. Plus, mm-hmm. it's like a nice three-car garage, so there's yeah. probably yeah. not a ton of competition at that. Yeah, level. yeah, exactly. And then we have a two-en-suite. Okay. Yeah, so we have a, only three bedrooms, but I have a three full bathrooms. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so... And then I put a sofa bed in the um, in the office. They can use that when they need to. But yeah. what... And, and so what is that commanding now for, like, a nightly rate about... Well, when before I was like uh, doing just three hundred dollar a night, uh-huh. you know, you know they can stay up to eight people. You know, uh-huh. for a big family, they want a, a nice place to stay, but that's still very competitive. Yeah, it's good for it. I literally have a two or three guests telling me this is like the best rate. I mean, this is really <clears throat> good rate. It's like just like a nice hotel. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, and even more than that. Super, yeah, no, they're saving affordable. a ton of money because if you think about it, like eight people, they have to go get hotel rooms. What is it, like two hundred? 50 oh, a night yeah, yeah. a hotel room and then they got to get like three of them Times so two or three yeah it really is a good deal for them yeah exactly that's why i i think you know if you just travel with two people or one people just go get a hotel if it's family airbnb is way better yeah or yeah. you can just get like one of those really small like studio airbnbs or whatever mm-hmm. same like a yeah. hotel yeah so. yeah huh so at that i mean with that kind of philosophy to me it doesn't seem like are you worried about recession coming? Are you worried people are going to travel less, be spending less in Airbnbs? Or because, you know, you just need to hit your 10 days and pay your mortgage, you're not too worried about that? Um, so actually, honestly, pers- uh, myself, you know, I, like I say, I mean all this Facebook Airbnb group or right. verbal group, stuff like that. There are a lot of people saying like uh, they're like uh, their Airbnb like drastically uh, like already, booking already reduced down, down. Okay. reduced but but I can show you like a, a later my calendar is all booked you haven't felt yeah. that right yeah I, I haven't feel that um at, at all honestly I've um and then but I do feel my real estate business is going down oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we all feel that <laughs> that's why we invest yeah. right <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly that's why I mean I mean so thankful you know because if, if I, without this Airbnb or real estate investment, I would be so panicked, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I, I used to close like a four or six houses every month, yeah. stuff like that. Now all of a sudden it's like two or three. And then sometimes I was like, uh, oh my God, I'm so not busy. Like uh, other than managing my Airbnb, furnishing my Airbnb. Other time I was like always goofing around or stuff <laughs> like that. And I feel like a... No, you know, and then like, I, I mean, as long as I know all my house are paid for, I feel much better, right. you know? So yeah, I, I honestly, I can't believe what I would feel like if I do not have all this Airbnb and investment at this point. Cause I was like, like a, before I always have like a 10 deal in escrow. Yeah. Now it's like a three. <laughs> yeah. yep. You can't bank on that. Um, yeah. Are you, well in this market, are you planning to buy, on buying more? Well, we actually recently bought one. Oh, Just wow. Just like that okay. exchange, the, four, the yeah, fourplex. The fourplex, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The okay. fourplex, the reason why I wanted to... Um, you know, uh, get into the multifamily game is like I say, I just want to always explore different, mm-hmm. um, diversify my uh, investment. Like uh, I did long term, I did short term, I did one remodeling renovation. Now it's time to get into the multifamily game. Yeah. So that's how I uh, how I started because I was like uh, thinking, you know, uh, during the lower market, you know, m- maybe the re- if the rental market change or shifting down. So at least we have uh, four tenants 
if we have we wouldn't we would never have a vacancy you right. know if one gets one tenants move now we still have a three of them paying yeah. that's right the yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> and then oh sorry go ahead yeah and so that's why i wanted to do that because mm -hmm. i was just <clears throat> again just give me more security i would never have like 100 percent vacancy and i also thinking you know even though when i bought the one the rent is a little bit low we, yeah. but i think that's a potential you know so once i'm able it's time for me to raise the rent i raise by four units so the rent is like a, if i just like a hundred dollar a unit or even 50 yeah. units, that's still 100 or 400. That's a lot, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, compared to single family house. Yep. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to, you know, try that one. How was the 1031 exchange process? And for our listeners, I mean, 1031 is a, a tax code number that allows you to sell real estate and de defer the taxes over a period of time. Of course, none of us are CPAs, but a lot of our clients and investors use this strategy to um, you know be able to trade up mm -hmm. how was that process for you was it pretty straightforward or was yeah it, it was really actually tough? really easy <laughs> there was nothing to worry about the only thing we was war uh, we we need to do just fit their timeline you know yeah. so as long as we were able to fit the timeline and then they and then after we the house closed we sent all the proceeds to their company mm -hmm. and then when we are ready to close the the next one and we just have a dumb, you know, transfer all the <clears throat> funds to escrow. That's it. It's just like the funds doesn't come through your bank account. Well, yeah. Well, how about the search period? Did you not feel pressure to yeah. find something? Yeah, we, we did. We did. Honestly, I, I, we looked up <laughs> several months. And were Every you time only I would, in one market, or were you like? Because uh, you, yeah. you seem to know have knowledge mm -hmm. of a lot of markets. Yeah, we on. Uh, yeah, we both looked in, in Phoenix market and then also Las Vegas market. Somehow I figured it out myself. I'm not sure if it's uh, applicable to other investor, mm -hmm. but for me, I feel like a, a Phoenix area is much better for single family house investment. Okay, that's okay. my experience. Because the thing, the lot of people move into there, especially like older generation, they uh -huh. move to there. They, you know, more and more people go to that area. So of course they're not gonna buy, you know, condo yeah. or multifamily. But well, even but, like for here, for example, there's not a ton of inventory from. Yeah, too. exactly. But the the Las Vegas, there are a lot. There's a lot I feel like a, you know the there. It's a huge entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people in the service industry, yep. and then most of those people, I believe, they still need to look for house to rent. You know, and they need that's something why, more affordable mm -hmm, too. Right? That's why the the and then and also for my investment, single family investment in the Las Vegas area. So I bought like 2019, and I sold 2020. It was still like a 350, right. but was like a just one year, my Phoenix investment was like a, increased way much more. Way stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the return for, uh, I mean, single family house is much more higher, I would say. But when I try to calculate the cash flow for multifamily, Las Vegas is way better. Way better. Yeah. So the house, because the house is, the multifamily house is so expensive there now, mm. you know, but rental did not increase that much. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. For, for that type of real estate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But for, yeah, for Las Vegas market, it's totally different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's why we decided if I wanted to be in this game, I mean, <clears throat> I might just look into Las Vegas. It was so crazy. We bought an off-market deal. Oh, you got oh, great. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it was like a, my friend's friends. Um, yeah, she, he was actually, he didn't really want to sell. So we just have a conversation. I mean, if the price, okay, he can sell. Mm. So we just made a deal, you know, that way. Right. It, it took forever to close mm, as well. Mm. But yeah. But again, you know, before when we were first starting to look, it was interest rate was so low, yeah. and then we closed <laughs> at five point eight percent. Oh jeez. Yeah. yeah. But but still, you know, by the time we close, the interest rate for multifamily already like more than six point five percent. Oh yeah, yeah. Five point eight is great for multifamily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, that was that multifamily. I mean, we just got our first uh, month's rent. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, yeah. And it, cover, it covers all the mortgage and everything. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It it does cover, but um, it's act, um it's lower than what I expected because I want a cash flow. Right. Of course. But but I know you know it. it this is a different market. It's market yeah. shifting. As long as every other expenses <clears> is paid for, I should be. Feel blessing, yeah. yeah. But you know, after you're you know, your principal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't ever forget that. Like, even if you're just breaking even, they're still paying your principal, which is cash flow. Yeah, exactly that. And then I also know that once you know, after several months, I can raise the rent. You know, by. Um, but before, I'm not gonna just acting like a any random you know landlord. But before I raise the rent i'm gonna offer them you know because we're fixing a lot of things for them right. we're gonna get a whole new paint for the exterior of the the complex mm -hmm. and also we're gonna you know uh fixing all these little things inside of their uh and then we're gonna clean the 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 whole complex for them right. so so they will feel you know it's like it's, it's, it's it. worse right. yeah yeah yeah, sure. yeah yeah so we just want to make everyone happy yeah so and also the rental records from the property manager showing they they never late the payment yeah so which is Perfect. good so yeah. <clears throat> so is in long term where do you see yourself kind of moving with this? I mean, at this point now, are you attracting a bunch of like investor clients compared to like the first time home buyers and and long term are you trying to just keep building a bigger real estate investment portfolio or what's what's the uh, yeah. Yeah, so I definitely want to build more of my portfolio, you know, so that's what I'm moving to. But uh, um, at this point, you know, uh, I probably not going to do anything. I mean, this year, probably mm -hmm. next year or 2024, <laughs> yeah. 2024, we might sell one of the primary residents to exchange to a mm -hmm. bigger complex. Because if I, I'm like a recently, I still trying to. Uh, figure out what other thing I want to do. Maybe even looking into like a storage units mm. or, you know, a bigger apartment building yeah. and commercial stuff More like commercial that. Stuff, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, I haven't, you know, really just, you know, trying to figure out what exactly what I want to do yet. You're not, so you're not now, ready to do another flip thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We talked about that too, me and my husband. I mean, no more flip till you know, 2024. <laughs> Fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see. The The, the things about flip, I mean, um, you know, I, my tolerance for this hardship is, is a lot. I can endure. I was like, a, as long as we get over it, right. it's fine. I can still do exactly this same project as hard as the last one. Mm -hmm. But the thing is like, uh, you know, the things is like uh, when you spend so much time on that one, but if you have another one, like uh, taking less time, you would get your cash flow way sooner. You right. know, that's low, way lower your stress yeah. and also expense as well. Yeah. So, so when I have a clients, they're looking for a flea, flipper, especially when they do not have an experience. So I kind of, you know, explaining. Now you, now you can very clearly. Explain yeah, I explaining <laughs> if they truly, really understand what they're going what through. They're into. Yeah, yeah, what getting into. You know, I can find them. You know, uh, the contractor for different project, but they're, are they really ready, willing to going through a process like that? Yeah. yeah. They're ready to put mouse traps in the attic themselves. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, and also using their own SUV. Transport the door <laughs> back and forth hours. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like yeah. the the you know in a rainy season you know in Washington State and I had to buy the door myself. My my trunk cannot be closed. So I was like a driving like a forty miles per an hour transport a door from <laughs> from Home Depot Lois to all the way to Richfield. Oh my gosh! And then also it was so funny. 
I mean, and then when I put it there in my hand, I'm so sorry to tell you this is not the right kind. <laughs> <laughs> it was like right hand swing. Do you know? Oh, you left guys hand, know? Yeah, left yeah, hand yeah. doors and right hand doors. Yeah, yeah. right right hand swing yeah. and left hand swing. Yeah. I don't even know what it, I mean. I thought it's like a, the handle. Yeah. If the handle is in right hand, it's like yeah, a right switch, hand yeah, swing. Just turn around. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. But actually, like a, if the handle in this side, it means switch to the left. Yeah. So it's totally opposite. So I have to take it back and my handyman does not have a truck so oh, i have to yeah. put it take it back to my car and then return it and bring back the next one yeah. drive all the way in the rain with the trunk open return it and I get it. a new one yeah that's why i got a truck <laughs> i mean you're not gonna forget the difference exactly in yeah i now. yeah i i'm very thankful for all the experience learning a lot of things i i'm definitely think this is like a you know, very useful, you know, information for my clients. Yeah. No, I think it's super helpful to, to have that experience because, it, it, I mean, it just allows you to talk to people. Like, I mean, I always told people about a strategy of how to, you know, buy a new house without selling your old house. But it wasn't until I actually did that personally before I, like, was able to really explain it to somebody. Yeah, exactly. In a way, like, mm-hmm. super confidently in a way that, like, oh, yeah, I mean, this is what happened <clears throat> when I did it. And, and these were some of the challenges, um, but there, here's the advantages of mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah, actually, past several months, I was like looking into home equity line mm. and a refinance. Mm. You know, trying to figure out that their difference. I think like like this two both two program a very great program out there. Mm. And a lot of people who wants to you know get into the real estate game you know, investment gigs, they definitely should look into that, you know, mm-hmm. home equity line of credit and refinance. They're just, they're so good. I mean, I was, I, I planned to do it. Actually, we were doing it, but I decided not to do it because that lender took in forever. Mm-hmm. And then also now the interest rate is so high because <laughs> of the home equity line of credit is always like a not fixed rate. Right. So yeah. whenever we pull out the, the money from it it's gonna be the current interest rate yep. so i think it you know it's not worth it and then also especially i mean i'm not gonna find anything that i really want to you know use that money for so i decide just hold on it but i i think i will do it later for sure home home equity line of credit yeah i mean it's it's gonna be super interesting to see with rates going up and the market shifting like because for all of us we mm-hmm. haven't been in a higher we've been in this ridiculously low rate environment since mm-hmm. we've since we've been in real estate but now it's gonna change a little bit where it, it cop it money's not f- like free anymore <laughs> suddenly yeah but you know what you know still way better than people who are paying the rain rent and then also i for my understanding i i just think you know those buyers just need some time to get used to it, you yep, know. Yeah. For people who just, just you know, looking into getting pre-approved, they didn't know what market it was oh, like. Yeah. A, yeah. You know, my, they have no idea. They're like, oh, that monthly payments this. Sure. That that's fine. Yeah. I mean, um, they were like, a, yeah, I'm I'm able to buy a house. Hell yeah, yeah. let's do this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's most likely people have been looking for a long time, didn't make a decision. Now all of a sudden, you know, it's just raised that they can't justify all this increase. So they're kind of taking their sweet little time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see that a lot too. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. we have to use a lot of more our skill now instead of just bidding hundred thousand dollars over <laughs> on every single offer. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's a lot more fun. So that's great. Um, so one other thing, Jessica, I wanted to ask you, so what, what I find awesome and incredible about you is that, I mean, first of all, English isn't your first language and, um, you've gotten, you got in the industry just a couple of years ago. It's been, you know, barely four years. What would you say to somebody that's like thinking about, you know, going into real estate or like doing something in a second language that involves finance? Like how would, how would you you know, encourage somebody to do that? And, and how has it sort of been a boon to you and like with your clients and that, and those type of folks have you, I'm guessing you've been able to serve a lot of the Chinese community because that's, you know, your native language. Yeah. So actually, you know, uh, I, something, I, I mean, I talked to my, uh, husband about it a lot. Like, uh, there are a lot of people might think like, uh, I mean, my early thirties and then I have a, uh, all this like a real estate investment and, and an experience and an assets portfolio, but uh, 
I always tell him, you know, the thing I really proud of myself is like whatever I said I want to do it, I did it. Mm. Like when I wanted to buy my first investment property, I did it right away. And then after that, and then I wanted to do a remodeling of the house, even though it was so hard, so difficult, I still did it and right. finished it. And then I wanted to do Airbnb, second and Airbnb, third Airbnb, I did it. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to, you know, uh, when I first moved here, honestly, I, I've just been here like seven, eight years. I moved here from China seven and eight years. Um, of course, my, my family support, my husband's right. support is huge at this uh, matters. But uh, there are also a lot of like a determination, you know. Right. So whatever I set to do it, I always finish it. I mean, like a, for looking back, like all this project I did, I mean, I mean, there's really not any any other <clears throat> in real estate investment I decide to do I haven't done yet. Mm. Yeah. So that's it. Just determination. If you wanted to do something, just, just you know, just, just go it. ahead, yeah. do it. Yeah. Don't wait until you get perfect. You know, right. <laughs> you lose a lot of opportunity by trying to be perfect. Mm. Yeah, to do it. I love that. So I mean, even though when I first started in real estate, uh, trying to sell houses, my English is not that good. You know, I also have some insecurity. I was like, why local this community would trust. Uh, some people from outside of the country can't even speak English right. well mm -hmm. to, to do to to do the job for you. I asked myself a lot. And yeah. then I but I still pushed myself out there to do it. Mm -hmm. And then finally I had a client appreciate me that, oh my God, you're you're even explaining something in English to to me <laughs> as as an English speaker, as a native English speaker. So you must, you know, know something really you know, well, better than, better than us. Right. So, and then like, uh, like you're really smart. You can speak both the language. And then I just, you know, hold that mindset. I mean, keep going. I mean, not afraid of do things that I want to do. I mean, yeah. Love it. Determination and put your back against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cut the, cut the cord. Yeah. Don't give yourself too much, you know, you know, the stuff that you can lean on, you know? So, Oh, if I, can't be successful on this if you I don't make up it I still have another job I mean that's I mean that probably work for a lot of people that doesn't really work that for me yeah right. I'm gonna keep remodeling this house until the heat's on <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly but now I mean I I can't wait to show you guys that Airbnb as well that a lot put a lot of heart and soul into that but right now I'm just so proud of that I was able to finish it even like a my husband, he couldn't imagine anything like that. I need to show you the before and after oh, pictures yeah, yeah. for sure. We'll, yeah, we'll have to cut that with the uh, video. Yeah, we'll put it in. Yeah. I love it. That'd be great. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so did you have any other questions or things? No, no. I mean, I, I find it amazing you just kind of cut the rope. I was one of those people that held on to my job for way too long while doing real estate. And now I fully regret that I didn't just cut the cord and just go for it. So. Yeah, you have to have a, you know, the belief in yourself uh, for sure. And then, you know, but for me, I, I, like I said, I just really wanted to do that. I really want to make it in, in, in real estate. And I guess also I had my uh, family, my husband's support. That mm -hmm. was really big as well. And yeah. Okay. And so if we want to, if we want to find out more about you, if you want to contact Jessica, where do we, where do we go to get your information? Where do we find you? Social media? Yeah, I guess I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm embarrassed about that. Cause I haven't touched it for like forever. So, um, yeah, reach me out on Facebook, Instagram. I, I'm sharing a lot of my stuff, especially Instagram. I sharing like sometimes I even like a, how do how do I clean my Airbnb? <laughs> how my guests rate me uh, and and stuff like that. And then now, now how how great job like my cleaning did lady did. So all of that stuff. Yeah. What's, what's your handle? What's your Instagram handle? <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, oh, what's your at at your Instagram? What's the name of it? Oh, it's just J L W Realty. J L W Realty. Yeah, and okay. I also have another one. Says uh, is like J L W S T R short term rental. Oh, okay. Because I try to avoid talk about Airbnb too much, you know. Because really, it's short term rental. Airbnb is a platform. Right. You know that yep. you there are also a lot a lot of other <coughs> platform on it. So I think uh, S T R short term rental. 
is more legitimate than talking Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 for sure, like young people, you know, that's how they get to know short term rental. It's I guess. Yeah, yeah, because I guess because they're just very success, very successful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jordan, how can we uh, find you? Oh, and I'm just. Uh, at Jordan Lee Mortgage and, and Stephen, you're... Oh, it's complicated. But you can find me on, uh, well, on Google. Just uh, look up Stephen Tran, Portland Realtor. Or you can find me on Instagram at, I'm going to spell it out, S-T-E-V-E-N-A-N-Q-U-A-N. So. Cool. Yeah, thank you so much, Jessica. Really oh, thank it. you. Yeah. I'm really happy that you guys chose me. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that was great. You know, we, learned, we learned a lot. Yeah. So. Thank right. you. Good work. Okay. Thanks for tuning in to the Realized Gains podcast. If you have any questions for our co-hosts or guests, don't hesitate to reach out. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or at jordanleemortgage.com.